Welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast, where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants, from Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets, from Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a Swatch Watch, was crazy about Max headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome to another totally awesome episode of the Pop Ninja Podcast. I'm Patrick Bennett, coming to you from the swamps of Southwest Louisiana, and joining me over Zoom is my co-host, Miss Lisa Roller Boogie Everett's. <laughs> you, you might have seen her in the roller rink at uh, Poxitani scooting and dancing to the Bee Gees, but uh, <laughs> yeah. now she runs a bed and breakfast somewhere in Pennsylvania Amish country. Hey, Lisa, how's it going? Hey, Patrick. Going good. Should I say, hey, roller boogie, what's up? Oh, roller boogie. <laughs> yeah, me and me and Linda, uh, what's her, Linda Blair, roller boogie. We're hell on wheels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay so since we're still in february and it's right after valentine's day we uh scheduled an interview with actor paul kelman who starred in the 1981 horror movie my bloody valentine which celebrates its 40th anniversary this year it's a bad time this time of year. How many times is he gonna tell this story? Oh, let him tell it. I love fairy tales. This ain't no fairy tale, little girl. If you don't take it seriously, you're a fool. <laughs> the first Valentine's dance in 20 years has to be something special. You gotta get a lot of exercise if you're gonna grapple with Gretchen. Oh yeah? Well, I got a Valentine for her that she's never gonna forget. <laughs> right to the heart, huh? In this town on Valentine's Day, everybody loses their heart. Roses are red, violets are blue. One is dead, and so are you. It can't be happening again. It can't be happening again. What's going on over in Valentine Bluffs? It looks like Harry Warden's back in town. It happened once. It happened twice. Cancel the dance or it'll happen twice. Valentine. Hey, Paul. Hi there. Hey, welcome 40 to the years Pop Ninja. Yeah, yeah, 40 years. Can you believe that? Does it feel like it? Uh, well, it's, yeah, you know, in the sense that it's in the distant past. Yeah. Well, it's a long time ago, 
Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was 1981. That is true. I didn't realize it was the 40th anniversary, actually, either. Yeah. 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 It's uh, 40 years. It was 1980. We shot it. 81. It came out. Okay. And I was, uh, I was 30. I turned 30. No, I I turned 31 when I was doing the, the, the shoot. So that makes me 71 now. So yeah, the time's definitely gone by. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Paul, we're going to ask you a few questions just so we can get to know you better and and about about your career. Uh, First off, how did you get into acting? What what started it all? What started it all? Oh, gee, I I I don't know if I can answer that question. I was doing acting since I was a kid, and uh, I even did my first paid professional gig when I was around fourteen. Ah. So I, I I started kind of early. Um, what, what was it in? Was it a commercial or? No, it was a, it was a play. We were doing, uh, we were doing Peter Pan. <laughs> and, and in Canada, and, like, is that where you, you did most yeah. of your, where you live? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we did a tour for, for kids uh, in Southern Ontario, which is the province that I live in. And uh, yeah, so that was when I was around 13 or 14. And, uh, I, you know, I can't really say, I, I've always done acting since I was young and then I just kind of naturally uh, got into it. I went to, I went to university, I went to, I got a degree in acting and that kind of topped it all. But I've been acting for professionally, uh, even when I was at school, when I was at university, so, I, I just never stopped until I, I kind of quasi-retired um, in about uh, late late 80s. And I got into I got into technology after that uh, and made a big change in my life. But when you were so, younger and when you were 13, were your parents like a supportive of you? Is that, did yeah. they encourage you? My mother did, yeah. She was kind of pushy about it. Was she a stage Yeah. Okay, I didn't, yeah. Well, not, yeah, kind of, yeah. Did did you have brothers and sisters that were doing acting too? uh, My sister dabbled in it. She and I were in a play together uh, at one point in Toronto. But no, that wasn't really her thing. She, but she, she kind of, you know, it was in her. She just didn't kind of pursue it. Okay, but but you so got the the bug for it and 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 liked it. Well, I thought it was an easy way to make money. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I don't know if it's easy because I've never done acting and it looks scary to me. So I, I mean, it's like you know, well, and it, it's not, it's not hard when you're an actor. You you do a lot of uh, stuff in between acting. So you do a lot of work, like you regular know, jobs, everything. like. Like yeah, you, you like, didn't want to be a waiter or any of that. Like what? Like um. Oh, you, of- oh you're always a waiter. Waiter, waitering is actually pretty easy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but because uh, you're always performing, even when you're waitering, you know. Oh. That way, you, when you perform, you, you do good and you get good tips. Oh, so you did that too? You you actually were a waiter? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Everything. You did everything. I've done. I've done everything from demolition to. Playing sod to I don't know moving uh, you know I, I was a mover for a few years 
yeah, you do do everything, and uh, but you know, hard labor is hard labor, right? And it's you know, hard and dirty work. So uh, whatever is easier is uh, more um, you know desirable. Right. <laughs> and uh, actually, you know, the reason you become an actor. I, this is going to sound really shallow, you know, but, you know, you need a lot of girls. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, and then <laughs> so it's all about that, I think, for a, most, a lot of actors. Oh, okay. And, well, I, I, I think, saw, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> oh, I saw, I was going to say, I saw a picture of you wearing um, a, that silver jacket. And you look pretty snazzy in that, and I didn't know if that jacket was like it brought you some babes, you know. To, you know, <laughs> is that actually, your snappy dresser? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, actually, I I designed that jacket. I, I read that. I was like, I wanted to ask you that. Like, how, how did you get into that? I mean, that's completely. Uh, I, I've always designed clothes ever since I was, ever since I was around fifteen. Really. Yeah, I even had my own label for a while. Was it and, uh, under your name? Yeah, it was under yeah. your name, and you sold yeah. clothes, clothing in stores. That that's kind of that's kind of fascinating to me too. I mean, that's totally different than acting. So yeah, yeah. No, I was yeah. I've always been a design person. My father was a designer. He he did graphics, and oh, okay. uh, so and both my mother and father they were both painters. So uh, yeah, it was all it was all there in the mix. You know? Okay. Would, do you still have and, that jacket? No, no. No, it's long gone. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But uh, but I, I've always been a clothes person. Oh. You know? And do you still... uh, I did a lot of designing in the theater too. Like for yeah. for costumes, oh, for costumes and costume, sets. Costume, yeah, and sets too. Yeah, yeah. I designed at least oh more half a dozen shows at least. <laughs> That's really interesting um, for for plays yeah, yeah plays and um but uh, that's you know that's uh that's hard work actually doing all the so, do you do the um constructing of the sets and stuff like building sets and uh, well some of it yeah or or some like painting it. artwork stuff like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but oh, it's so, fun you know you get your hands dirty and it's like playing in the mud yeah i see i like art too so i i could i could i could see myself doing that too i could see myself working on a set but not actually um i i don't know i think I'd, i i think i have some stage fright or something like have a panic attack if i had to like be in front of people so i i mean not that i couldn't but i i never liked like speech and in, in, in school and, and that type of stuff so i never was into acting but but patrick works in um you know, doing movie stuff and, and production and stuff too. So, um, but I never have ever been interested in that, but so it's neat. I, I, I like the, the background stuff that you're talking about. Yeah. So, well, Patrick, yeah. are you still there? <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. Paul, Paul uh, did you have like a, a famous actor that really inspired you that you looked up to? Oh, I mean, somebody that you would, you would recognize? Yeah. Um, no? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. I mean, there's all kinds of actors that I'd like, but... Um, but but did, you, 
were did you get into like like Canada and um, American stuff? Were they were they like totally different? Like, did you do a lot of stuff in Canada that we wouldn't maybe not know about? Yeah, yeah. yeah you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know hardly any of it. I, I yeah. wouldn't imagine. Right. Um, That's what yeah, I mean, even even yeah, I can't even think of anything you because a lot of this stuff was. Uh, let's see, it's for the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, CBC, you know, oh, like okay. the BBC in England. We have yeah. CBC yeah. here in Canada, stuck with them. And but yeah, I know you wouldn't have seen it there and you wouldn't have heard of it either. Yeah, I watched a lot of SCTV Comedy Network and uh, the Red Green Show. Yeah, I watched a few Canadian yeah. uh, productions, they're pretty good. I was on quite a few episodes of The Littlest Hobo. The Little Hobo, that the sounds dog. familiar. Was uh, okay. It was a TV show. Yeah, about a dog, you know, rescue dog. Oh, would go around doing yeah. Good deeds yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. That does. Yeah, I remember something about the Little Hobo. Yeah, it sounded familiar uh, to me, but yeah. Uh, that, was, that was a very popular show, but um, uh, it went on for years and years and years. They just uh, this kept it up. But uh, yeah, other than that, I can't think of anything that I did that any, any of you would recognize or even heard of before. Except for my bloody Valentine. <laughs> oh, my bloody Valentine. Well, um, I, I read that um, that you and Al Humphreys and Keith Knight, that, that you both were in a movie called Gas before, and that's how you got the part in My Bloody Valentine? Uh, was that a yeah. Canadian movie or an American movie? That was shot here in Canada, but it had a lot, mostly American actors, um, except for us. And uh, actually, a lot of very famous actors were, were in that movie, but it was a dud. Oh, it sounds yeah, really familiar real... to me. Yeah, um, but Keith and, and Al, they, were, they weren't Canadian, neither one of them? Yeah, 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 they're Canadian. They, they were. Oh, they are? Okay. Well, yeah, I know Keith Knight from uh, Meatballs. I remember him in that. Right, right. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and so he that's, and I, he and I became very close friends. And were you uh, were you roommates yeah. with them? Did I ever read that? That you did you room with them at all? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Keith and I uh, lived together for a while, and um, yeah, but you know. Yeah. And he got I got married, and well, he lived with my wife and I for a while, and my first wife, and oh. then. Uh, and then he got married, and then we kind of lost track of each other. And then he, all of a sudden, he just up and died. And I was just, he I was died stunned. young. Like, wasn't he in his, like, I think he was in his 50s, I think. He wasn't that yeah. old. No, yeah. he was only in his 50s. Yeah. Yeah, it was very sad. I was very unhappy about it. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, and, and then Alf died just he, recently. Yeah, like a, a year or so ago. ago. Yeah. It wasn't that yeah, long ago. So. And then Don um, Frank died, the guy who played Chief Newbie. Yeah. And he died very recently. Oh, I like him ago. too. Yeah, well, he, he, was, he was a kind of a famous actor in Canada. Yeah, he looked really familiar to me when I saw him in My Bloody Valentine, but I don't know what I would have ever seen him in that, that I would have known him from, but I, I know his face looked really familiar. Um, yeah. But um, but so you were the three of you were in another movie and then then you went off and did my bloody Valentine right after you did that the movie yes right. yeah yeah and they, I they did, 
Keith, uh, Keith introduced me. He was going for an audition for my bloody Valentine, and he asked me if I wanted to come along and crash the audition. And, uh, and I said, uh, okay. And uh, so he, he got there and he said, I, I brought another actor with me. You want to see him? He's, he's working with me in cast. And uh, they said, yeah, sure. So they saw me and they offered me the role. Cool. You got the, you got the lead. You're, you're the lead guy. That's right. Yeah. Nice. So, nice. <laughs> was Keith jealous? Was Keith jealous that he took you and you got the lead, or was he happy? Oh no, no, he wasn't. He wasn't up for the lead. Oh, he he was never he he was never going to be the lead guy. I don't think no. he would have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he did get a good part. I mean, he had a pretty good part in that movie too. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I don't think there are any really bad parts. I thought a lot of them were pretty good. I, I love the you cast know. of that movie. It's it's one of my favorite movies. It's it, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's so. I think it's so original. Like I mean, you know, like with the with the miner, the coal, the whole coal miner, like um, killer. You know, there's no other movie like that. <laughs> you know, so no. Although I've seen a variations on. Every once in a while, I'll see things in other in other horror movies that I can tell they 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 got it from my brother Valentine. They stole it. I can't. Yeah. Uh, well, no, you copy something that you, yeah, like they, you know, yeah. you pay a little homage to it, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything in particular, but I, I, I know I've seen it two, three, four times now, where I go, that's right out of a, a, a film, you know. Yeah. But <clears throat> you copy what's good, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Paul, did uh, you have a favorite scene from My Bloody Valentine? Hmm. Favorite scene. Is it a kissing scene? <laughs> no, it's not the okay. kissing scene. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. It, I, a lot of the scenes that I like the most, I wasn't in. Like oh. the scene where um, where um, oh, Helen Udy, when she gets killed by the mire and she gets hung up on the shower. Oh, yeah. And the water oh, comes yeah. spewing out of her mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was an, <laughs> that was an amazing scene. I was there watching, you know, and uh, it was really well done. Right. Yeah, uh, it's that's freaky. I can't. That's that. You know what? That whole scene creeps me out with all the things hanging above her, and she's laying there, and then they start falling down on her, and and uh, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, that, yeah, I wouldn't have stayed there alone when he went back to, to, I would have left. I would not have sat out there waiting for him to come back. No. Yeah. That and then was, he thinks yeah, that she's taking really a shower. Well yeah, when he comes back, he thinks she's in the shower. And it's like, yeah, she's in the shower, but not the way he thinks she's in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah here's, a, here's a backgrounder. Uh, when, when, the, when the guys were in the shower, remember that scene? Yeah. Oh, when everybody's taking a shower at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah, and they're all yeah. soaked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there was no, there was no hot water. Uh oh. <laughs> no, and it's September, and it's freezing cold. Wow. And, and all we have is cold water. <laughs> well, so we're all standing there, you know, stark naked, freezing. Were you actually <laughs> naked? Cold I mean, water. Were you naked? Oh, I mean, I or well, did you have shorts on? <laughs> What, well, it's a movie. A movie, so I figured they have you covered up somehow. Well, they didn't shoot the waist, right? Yeah. So well, that's what's to, 
So you were really naked though. Okay. Well, that, 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 that was some good acting. We didn't know it was cold water. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Really. That, that was really something. It yeah. was a big surprise to us, I'll tell you. Well, yeah. Paul, where was the movie filmed at? It was filmed in a in a province called Nova Scotia. Okay. And it's in a it was shot in a mine that's one of two coastal mines in North America. And uh, it was the mine itself is beneath the ocean floor. Wow. Yeah. But but uh, Sydney it's called Sydney Mines. And it's uh, it was about several hundred feet beneath the ocean floor. So when you when you go down into the mine, you've got to go down into a by an elevator. That's really a cage on the front that's being pulled by cables, and uh, it takes a long time to get several hundred feet. Like you're talking about, I don't know how many stories, twenty, forty stories down into the earth. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it takes a long time to get down there. It doesn't, it's not like it's going really fast either. It's just rickety, rickety all the way down. So to get up or, da or down takes at least 15 minutes. And that means no that if you, if you have to evacuate suddenly, that's a background. We had to evacuate one time when the, it was a gas buildup and oh. all, the, all the lights were heating up the, the, the air. And we had we had to evacuate. Well, you, you know, you're supposed to evacuate and get out of there as fast as you can. Well, <laughs> how many how many crews does it? How many times up and down the elevator does it take to get everybody up, and and the camera equipment, etc. You know, I bet that was a scary. long time. By that time, you know, if, if it blows up, you're done. Yeah. Well, didn't they use the like carts, the like little roller coaster, like cart, like mine carts, like at all to well, do? Yeah, well, that's different. That's the you're going. There's one that's going up and down, and one the carts are going in and out, um, taking you down to to where you're actually working, like uh -huh. what they call the face of the mine. And um, yeah, that was that was pretty weird too because that those carts are going fairly fast, like you know, 25 miles an hour. It's an open cart. It's just basically in a in a wooden box on wheels. Yeah, being pulled by a cable. And, well, well, is that and, really um, the real like at the end of the movie when you're running across the when you have to jump and you're and you're being chased and you have to cr jump across those carts? Was that that you do? Did you do your own stunts? Did you? Is that you doing all that? Yeah, you do it, but you do it slower than like you do it. You you do it slower, and then the stuntman comes in. And he does it again. Only does it a lot faster. Oh, okay. So you get the you get the close-ups, you know, of, of of you. So you see the parts where it's where it's me. Yeah. And then and then and then the, the really fast stuff um, is the stuntman. Yeah. You know, but it was uh, still the car's still going twenty miles an hour, and yeah. the guy and and the guy's on top of you, and he's got a, he's got a pick. And he's swinging at you with the pick, and all you got is a shovel. And, you know he's trying to kill you. You know it's it, it gets pretty bizarre. Yeah, but it's awesome. It's awesome bizarre. Yeah.
<laughs> yeah. well, <laughs> I, I love you, it. I can picture in my head exactly what the scene you're talking about. Yeah. When you start thinking, you know, oh, like you're actually in danger. That's when, <laughs> that's when you're, you know, you think twice about what's going on. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, you got to really focus, you know. Well, was all of it filmed on location or did they have an actual set somewhere for it too? We, we, had, we had some sets that were built, but uh, the majority of it was on location. Yeah, was the yeah. town that was in it, um, was it, was it the town like next to where the mine was, was that, or is it someplace else? Uh, let me think for a second. No, it was, it was close, but not like, you know, within 15 minutes or so. Yeah. In terms of driving. Well, I always so wondered, we, like in the, some of the, there's a couple scenes in the movie where there's these dogs, like these wild dogs, and the dogs are like uh, attacking the, the the one a box of candy, and then and then there's a dog that like chases after the car in this one scene. It just like right. comes out along the road and it's chasing the, the the sheriff's car. And I always thought, was that meant to be in there, or was that just random? You know? No, was that, that was that was that was a wild dog. It was just wild dogs that were running around. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, cause the, right. the one dog looked like it was going to bite him in, in the movie. Like when he, it was licking like the blood off the um, off the candy box, you know, and it's like, which is yeah. probably, I'm sure some, you know, syrup or something. But, um, you know, it, I, I just wondered <laughs> if they meant to put that in there, like, the, you know, or if they just, these dogs just showed up out of nowhere. So I wondered if you knew it was that. It actually a cow's heart. What's that? It was actually a cow's heart. A oh, cow's wow. heart? Oh, it was. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a. I thought it was like a fake, like a, like a just a prop. It was well, a real heart. They take up, they rip a heart out of a cow, and you got a prop. <laughs> there you go. That's, I guess so. I guess so. So Ew. it was. So it wasn't syrup after all. Oh, it was really a, a heart. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now I'm gonna think about that completely different when I see so, it. <laughs> so how many how many days did y'all film down inside the mine? How many days? Yeah, how long did it take? Uh, well the whole shoot I think took well see what happened was we were originally I can't remember exactly the timeline, but I think it was supposed to be a five or six week shoot and somewhere in there. But there was some kind of flexibility. But then on the second, after the second week of shooting, uh, Paramount bought the, the movie. So they bought it after seeing the rushes. They already had decided to buy the movie. So now we only had a few weeks left and we had to finish it on time. So then the pressure was really on. So since it was, it was pre-sold, and, uh, which is a good thing, um, and yeah, so then we had, I think altogether we shot five, five, five and a half weeks. And we had a, a few, a, a pickup shot that we had to do, um, after that. But other than that, it was pretty well all done right there on the spot. Did you go see it, see it when it was finished? Did you go to the movie theater with like the cast and, and see it together? Like when it was, when it was done? Uh, I, 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 I think I think the whole cast was there. Yeah, everybody was there. Yeah, oh, it was a big, really silly thing. Red carpet and oh. and there was a band and there was what, the, <laughs> there oh, the opening of the movie. I, what, did they open yeah. it in, in, in Canada? 
in Toronto, yeah, and searchlights in the sky. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I drove up in a limousine and all kinds of silly, silly nonsense. <laughs> and uh, they even hired girls to come and rush me to get autographs. You ever heard of that before, a show? What's that? They call it a what? A, a show. A I don't know how to spell I, Yeah, S-H-I-L-O. A shill. That's it. A somebody oh, a shill. To, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. No, I never heard that before. Uh, did you, Patrick? Yeah. Have you heard that? No. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Um, no. Yeah. Somebody the, hired yeah. to pretend to be a fan, and oh, they, okay. You know, they they rush you and they want your autograph and all kinds of stuff. Makes for yeah. good PR. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like anyway. photos of that? Of the pictures of the opening? Did you did you get any no. pictures? No. 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 It's just all memory. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't remember. Nobody took pictures, as far as yeah. I can remember. I was really disappointed because um, one thing I, 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 since I was a kid, I always watch horror movies, and I always watch horror movies eating popcorn. Yeah. yeah like, to me, you can't watch a horror movie without popcorn. Anyway, popcorn right. and a coke, and. Uh, so I went to go to the confectionery stand to, to get my popcorn and coke. And uh, the director and the producer, whoever, they closed it down. Why? They thought it was uh, because they thought it was, uh, you know, low class or something. What? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want, you know, they didn't want the actors and everybody eating popcorn. Watching watching your own movie, eating popcorn, you weren't allowed to have I, any. That, that's a no. But they closed the whole confectionery. Just because, just for that, ni- just for that night. Yeah, yeah, just for I that mean, showing. At that movie theater, they closed huh? the concession stand down because they didn't want to see anybody in there eating popcorn. That sucks. Well, <laughs> yeah, see, I can't, I can't go on like this. <laughs> yeah, I can't really? stay here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Uh, did they give you? Really. Did they give you? Did they hand out boxes of Valentine's Day candy for everybody? No, nothing. No, nothing. But we had my my agent threw a big party afterwards at a at a hotel or something, and we had all kinds of people, you know, PR people there and all kinds of stuff. I, I kind of at the time I thought it was kind of a little silly. It was huh. just uh, it was just a little a little over the top. Oh, you know? it's not like it's a least, big deal. But did you get some food at least? I mean, you know, <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember. See, I love the mo- the movie, like the, how they decorate the whole town. I mean, because my uh, school colors were red and white. So I just love all the cray paper. And I think like of any movie I've ever seen that this the budget for cray paper and, and decorations for My Bloody <laughs> Valentine had to be like the biggest, you know, like because there's so much cray paper. And I kept wondering how long it took them to just decorate the town you know it's like yeah it was was a lot of cray paper a lot of hearts yeah yeah (laughs) i i have to admit like all the sets that were done and how things were decorated and uh everything was just really visually was really well done yeah i I love it it was it was really authentic looking and uh and fun you know yeah and even when they go back in time and do the um the, the first Halloween dance that Harry Warden's at, um, right. 
Yeah, they that's a whole different dance than the one that you guys do as you know, you know, later 20 years down the, the road. I mean, so right. there's two different, there's whole two, one whole scene of a dance that's back in time that had a whole different bunch of people in it, you know, but just for that little tiny bit in the movie, you know, it's like, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, big, you know, it didn't go on for long. They just do it like a flashback scene. Yeah. Okay. Here's a, I have a question for you two. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. First, Patrick, you, you've seen the film, right? From beginning yeah. to end? Yes. Yeah. So who did you think was going to be the, the, the killer? Oh man, it, it kept changing for me. I, it caught me by surprise. I really didn't. Uh, I didn't have it locked in. Okay, Lisa. Uh, I didn't. I I did not think it was going to be Axel because when you look back, there are times that Axel was in places that it couldn't have been. He couldn't have been. He couldn't have been killing somebody at the same time because he was someplace else at the same time. You know. So I'm not really sure how that. You know. I I actually figured it. It it maybe was Harry Warden. You know. It's like, but um, oh. but whatever. Because what happened to him? You know. Like what. He died, right? He just he just died, like the, and right. did, and you just don't know. You, they and they and, and he was never, but but that was he was the sole suspect, you know, like from from the beginning, you know. It's like there was nobody else, you know. And you find out that he he was hiding under the bed. He's the one hiding under the bed that saw Harry Warden kill his father, right? Yeah. And that's how it become. It, you see the flashback of Axel. Right. And that's kind of creepy. Right. That's that creep. That seems creepy um, when you see like him see his father murdered. You know, it's like yeah. pretty creepy. But um, yeah, I did not. I did not think it was him. You know, it's like it, yeah, because when you take his when they took his his uh, you know, you know his mine hat off, you know, it's like um, then you think back to like, well, that was him down the mine with the girl at the beginning. Then that had to be Axel. You know. With the blonde at the so, very beginning. So there was no a time where you thought it could be me. Um, I don't know that I ever thought it was you. You seem no. too nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, too nice yeah, of a yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah, you're too nice. You know, yeah. Okay. I mean, there was okay. a little, there was a t there was a little bit that it seemed like you were a little um jaded there, you know, for a little bit, you know, over your girl, you know, like um. Yeah. In, in, in the in the bar scene you know when you were uh playing a shuffleboard or whatever that is that you were you know that that i've played that game before but i don't know what it's called you know where you hit the yeah. hit the we call it shuffleboard yeah, shuffleboard yeah. okay yeah you look a little upset there you know and it's like um but you know what there's parts of that movie that um you know like your friendship with him you were really good friends and it just seemed like um like both of you, like seem like you really liked each other. Like when you were out there cooking the the TV dinners on the top of the car, you know. And it's yeah. like I, I never saw anybody do that in a movie, you know. And I always wondered if that was actually possible, you know, to to cook a meal, you know, on top of a engine, you know. It's like, but um, I thought that was kind of cool that they threw that in there. But you guys were talking and about how you know, she, you know, you went away, you went out to California or wherever yeah. you went, and and then you come back. It's like, um, where did you go? Where'd you go to California? What'd you go there for? Just to, just to get out of that town? Oh no, no. The story was that he, that TJ, had gone to university. Oh, college. Out in the oh, huh? he went and off then, to college. Okay. Yeah, but he flunked out uh, and flunked out on the first year. Oh. So that's where he was for that year. You see, so he came back, 
he came back a failure and he came back to resume what he should have done in the first place was be a miner, which is what he was destined for. Oh, okay. And take over, take, take over the mine from his dad, you know? Yeah. And he was, he resented his father because of that as well. But my point was going to be anyway that um, at, at, with the script, neither, no one in the, in the cast knew who the, the killer was. Oh, so you See, thought we it, were, could, we, it could be you. Well, we were, Axel and I were asked to play that it could be one of us. So we had to drop hints somehow um, that where you might, where the audience could suspect that it's either him or I mm -hmm. as an alternative to, to uh, Harry Wood. Right. So, um, but no, but we didn't, we didn't know anything until the pretty well the last day of the shoot. Wow. That's awesome. That's really cool. So you yeah, filmed so the whole movie thinking you might end up being the killer. Yeah, well, <laughs> I kind of thought it wasn't me because, again, I was I I usually not always, but most of the time I I was in places where I could be at either place. But you know, yeah, you just you just never knew that yeah. clear cut. But um, yeah, well, that was an interesting thing about the film. I never done anything like that before, where you didn't know what the ending was or who the ending was until the very end <laughs> yeah that's really interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an interesting way to shoot a movie yeah know? now when yeah. i watch it again for like the 500th time i'll, I'll have I'll see it in a new perspective of <laughs> yeah how he'd like i mean you i know. can see where it could have turned out to be you you know but um that to me would have been kind of obvious that it, 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 it if they want it to be like that you don't know who it is like you wouldn't suspect you're the lead the lead person you know what i mean it'd be too obvious you know and you and you come back and and she was it, i mean it, it did kind of lead you to think it could be axel because she did end up like kind of choosing you over him you know so although then at the end she was mad at both of you <laughs> so, right, right. so yeah uh, yeah i think well, she was fed up I, with all of it yeah but um i think I think the funniest thing in the whole picture was the very end when it was really, I can't tell you what it was like, you know, when, when the, the whole kind of ceiling falls in on me, yeah. on top of me. And um, uh, anyway, uh, Axel's arm is sticking out and, and who, who, who goes to pull that out? Is it Sarah who pulls it out? I can't remember, but she pulls at his arm and his arm comes out off in her hand, right? At the end of the movie? Yeah. At the end of the movie, like his arm, his, his, um, I thought he got, he gets away and he's like the-, the He gets away minus one arm. He lost his arm? I, I Wait, I never, I never realized that. Did, Patrick, did you realize he was missing his arm? It's been a while, I don't remember. I've seen it a million times and I have, have never realized like his arm got yanked off in the, at the end. I did not know he that. Cuts, he, he cuts it off. He gets his arm cut he, off. He cuts his arm off. In he's a, underneath, he's under trouble. He's, and then yeah, he's under the pile of rocks. Yeah. Yeah. And but then, then I he thought, pulls at his arm. I did not, 
I now I have to watch it. I'm going to watch it the night that this this podcast. Um, you know, we we air the podcast. I'm gonna. I'm. I guess Patrick's saying that it's going to be on after Valentine's Day, like the week after. But um, right. Because I'm because I watch it every year. It's like a tradition. It's like I wait till right. Valentine's Day to watch it. I and I love it. And um, I love the Blu-ray version. Is is really, you know, it's so clear. You know, it's like and so how could I have missed his arm being, you know, yanked off? I well, I don't remember that at all. You know, it's like well, so. You see him when he's going away. You see him getting he's, away. He's yeah. missing his old right arm. Well, I, I kind of thought he was holding on to his arm, like because he got hurt. I thought he just got like hurt, like from the uh, rocks falling on him. I didn't know that his whole arm got ripped off. Yeah, I just thought he was injured. I thought well, he was like injured. I guess that's an injury. That's a bad, bad one. <laughs> you know. I mean, you had to be there because it, the funniest thing in the whole world is an arm coming off. <laughs> this and, big rubber arm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But they, but they must. I mean, I don't know that I can remember seeing his, her, like holding his hand, arm, or anything. So now I'm really. Now, now I gotta go fast forward I, to the. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I'm. I, I'm gonna have to look at it myself. But I. Yeah. I know you can tell he's missing an arm at the very end. But yeah, he's he, he's like so far away though, and he's saying, Sarah, you know, Sarah, you know, will you be my Valentine? And he's like laughing. Yeah, right, right. And he's holding, and, and yeah. I thought he was just had, holding onto his arm, like as if he got injured and got hurt, like like he got, uh, he got a pick or something to his arm. But but yeah, because you guys were fighting, and uh, and then the whole ceiling caved in. Was that was that a set? Or was that in the actual mine? That was a set. Yeah, I figured they yeah. couldn't actually goof around with uh, collapsing the mine in on people. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 but the story behind that is that you know they go. Oh, it's, it, it, you can only do one take job, right? You can only do it once. So he's saying, don't worry. I said, this stuff's going to fall on top of my head. He said, yeah, don't worry, they said. You know, it's only like balsa wood and mm. and foam and shit like that. But, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you yeah. know, and I'm thinking, well, a hundred pounds worth of balsa <laughs> wood and shit is still a hundred pounds. pounds. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. so... Don't give me that. It <laughs> yeah. doesn't make any difference to me. So uh, said, you know, they said it was made out of foam rubber or something. You know, it's like, but wood is wood. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, it was too much. When it all came down on me, I was the genuine. Uh, you know, there were a few times where he had a real reaction from me because I I wasn't expecting what was going what was going about to happen. Yeah. At the time, at the time that. Uh, I'm coming around the corner and Axel is coming around the other side and all of a sudden you wax me in the gut oh, with, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. with a log. Yeah. And I and I I think I swear at him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well that was for real. He, hit he me actually so hit hard. You. Oh my God. I, I, I wasn't expecting it at all. He, and he just he winded me completely and I just was so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> that was a genuine TJ moment, you know. Yeah, yeah, and he said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I remember that." Uh, and, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I totally remember I mean, that scene. But you know, you make use of things like that when you're doing little bits. You know? Yeah, it makes it real. <laughs> That's realism. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got to lose? Yeah. An or arm. Or <laughs> An arm. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, a leg. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Paul, case. Yeah. did you uh, see the remake of the movie? You know, I bought it. I have it in my collection, but I've never seen it. Yeah, me neither. So, I, was, I, was, I, I was hoping I've seen you saw it. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I, yeah. I think it's it's too bloody. It's 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 too bloody Valentine's Day, you know. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, it's just it's just over the top violent. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So I it's heard the three D was really good. It's in three D. When it came out the yeah. theaters, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't I don't remember that. I, I just I don't I didn't like it. Yeah. I don't yeah. like remakes. I, I, I'm thinking like if they want to, uh, they should just re-release the new, the original. Whoops. I'm, I'm like um, echoing or something. Um, but um, they should just re-release the original in the movie theater if, if, and let people see it that never saw it in the theater. Like put it back out in the theater, you know? Yeah. Well. Like, I mean, they've I been doing know. that lately. They've been doing that lately with stuff because there's no new movies being made because of COVID. But so maybe it'll That's have a chance. True. I would love to see it at a drive-in. I think that would have been awesome, you know, to see my bloody Valentine at a drive-in. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. So. So, um, Paul, you have any uh, any hobbies or anything? What what you do to keep busy these days? Well, uh, I don't know. I keep saying that I'm I'm that I'm writing. I've written a bunch of poetry that I've been working on for the last few years. Um, and I, I keep threatening to write a book. Threatening? But, yeah, threatening. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, I don't know. Well, I read that um, you collect memorabilia, right? You have like, you're a big Star Trek fan? No. I, mean, yeah. <laughs> I read that. So don't believe don't everything you read? So I guess not. Okay. I, do, I thought I, that you I, collected stuff. Okay. Well, I am. I do collect oh. things. But um, it varies. Like right now, when I, uh, uh, long story short, I, I hung out with, um, I used to live in Alberta, which is uh, cowboy country, or used to be cowboy country. Yeehaw! And... Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, anyway, I, I hung out with with the cowboys for uh, for a few months one year, and uh, I hung out with the rodeo, and and I, I I completely fell in love with the whole thing, and it was one of the best times of my life. Um, and so it, it it's kind of stuck with me ever since, off and on, over the years. So I do have a collection of uh, many, many cowboy hats. And uh, I have maybe, I don't know, 30 cowboy hats, I guess. Uh, everything, for all, kinds of, all kinds of cowboy hats. And I, I got everything. I used to have a saddle. I, I still have my spurs and uh, all kinds of cowboy gear. Yeah, my biggest collection is, is my cowboy collection. Oh, okay. Well, that's totally different than memorabilia of um, like movie stuff. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh. it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of my boy Valentine stuff. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I, I, I saw that you do autographs and you, and you have a Facebook page. Um, can, can you do, do autographs for um, people like that they can send away to you to get one? Yeah, I do it all the time. People, and then, like I, I, offer a, I offer a photograph, two photographs, 
um, and that I that I that I assign personally to whoever, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, I I offer those, and otherwise people send me the posters or, um, you know whatever uh, lobby cards they have or photographs yeah. or whatever even I sign CDs DVDs I mean. Um, so if somebody wanted to get get one like like me like if I like if I wanted to get an autograph because I would because I co- I collect autographs and and I would love to get one for I have a whole room that's dedicated to the like seventies and eighties so if I wanted to get an autograph from you uh, could I come on your Facebook page and 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 pick out a picture yeah, and then it, you have a, you charge a fee right you you charge a fee for. Uh, Just remind me, message me, and, and then I'll send you the, the info. Okay. Because I, yeah. I, I think they would be a really cool Valentine's Day gift to somebody, too, that was a fan of the movie. I think that would be a really cool um, gift to give somebody. Or a cow heart. A cow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've also, I mean, I've done, I want the autograph, I, you know, keep the cow heart. I've done, yeah. I've done run, run. Like I did, a, what do they call freight rags? I remember I did a. 500 poster run for them that I, that I signed personally. Huh. And then I did uh, a bunch of badges that they had. And so, you know, I've done, I do things sometimes in bulk, sometimes individually, it just depends. Oh, it's not cool. like a big growing concern or anything, but you know, and I try not to charge very much. I know a lot of people uh, are used to paying a lot of money. So I can't believe some, I can't believe, like I never go to these, uh, I can't go to these, uh, what do you call them, the horror cons? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like Monstermania, yeah, Chiller Theater, yeah. yeah. My, my health isn't good enough for me to, to zoom around the country or whatever. I, I get lots of offers and stuff, but I, I just I, I just never do them. But it never amazes, it really never ceases to amaze me. You can, you know, I, went, I was interested in getting an autograph from someone, and I can't remember who it is right now. But they want one hundred and twenty-five dollars for their autograph. It's a lot of money, isn't it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Usually, when I've gone to some of them, they're usually like forty, fifty dollars, maybe for an autograph, for you know, a, a picture, and and maybe a picture and like a they'll they'll sign one thing and take maybe a personalized picture of you and the person, you know. Oh right. But, right. Um, yeah, I wondered about the, I saw that you had one maybe cast reunion with the My Bloody Valentine cast, not, not like, like after the movie was made, you know, right? Yeah. Um, we had one here in Toronto one, one time, like the only one I've ever done. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah, but all the other ones I've missed. In fact, they're planning on doing a Zoom one or something coming up they? soon. Yeah, on the 40th. Um, yeah, supposedly, I, I don't know who it is. Somebody's organizing it. It's supposed to be the whole cast. And will you do but, it? Uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's audio and video. Yeah. And so I'm not really sure, you know, right now, <laughs> I'll tell you, this is so, it, it, this is humorous, but not hilarious. But, um, since March the 10th of last year, uh, we've I've pretty well been hunkered down here at, at my apartment. Yeah. Because of the because of the pandemic. I, Me too. I, I have lunch problems. Me too. Yeah. yeah. 
so I, I'm really susceptible at my age and in my condition to if I if I got this if I got this thing it would kill me almost instantly. Yeah. And uh, so I've been like really really careful. But the big deal was that I have there was no I wasn't able to go to my uh, I, I to my beard cutter to my barber. He speci- oh. he specializes in beards, and uh, so I have this rather large beard in the first place and then i haven't been able to get it cut in ted bunks well what you you have you live with them you're you're um i, I don't know that yeah. you're not yeah you're the, yeah. You're, the, yeah. the, the, the woman you yeah. live with she could do cut trim your beard oh it's not as easy as you might think it's oh. over a foot long i've been doing the haircuts at my house from my husband and my son and even my mom you know and well, then come on you know, over. yeah well then, I had I, I don't know if you knew that I you know I had gone through chemotherapy and I lost all my hair, <laughs> you know, so I had no hair when when this started in May 11th was my one and only chemo, and then um and then I lost all my hair, so now I'm just growing my hair back, you know, it's like I just have you know I have I have an, like a like I have hair now, but it's not it's so different and it and it and it's not I just don't even feel like me, but I don't go anywhere either. And and I, I worry about my mom too because she has some health issues. So I understand, like staying in and you know growing your hair. <laughs> you know, it's like that's all you, I do here too. So okay, this week we're giving away a, a Blu-ray copy of my my bloody Valentine on Blu-ray with Paul Calvin. And if our code word is TJ, which was his character on in the movie, um, you can write us, um, send us a message to our Pop Ninja Facebook page and uh, give us the word TJ and you can enter to win the Blu-ray. All right. Thanks for listening to us on another episode of Pop Ninja. And we'll see you next Wednesday with an all new episode. And as we sign off, I'm going to leave you with this final thought. Once upon a time, on a sad valentine, in a place known as Hanigar Mine. A legend began, every woman and man would always remember the time. And those who remained were never the same, you could see the fear in their eyes. Once every year, as the 14th draws near, there's a hush all over the town Or the legend they say on a Valentine's Day Is a curse that'll live on and on And no one will know as the years come and go Of the horror from long time ago Twenty years came and went and everyone spent the 14th in quiet regret And those still alive know the secret survives In the darkness that looms in the night 